0: Money FM eighty nine point three Best of Weekends. During the course of the circuit breaker and now Phase Two, lots of folks have looked around to see how they can increase their skills, their knowledge, upgrade themselves. Of course, one major way that people are looking at doing that is in the digital sphere. So many different types of classes available in that. In, in that effort to become more digitally. Literate, Hyper Island is a global leader in digital education. They have campuses all over the world, of course, here in Singapore, started in Sweden, but also Brazil, Finland, the UK, the United States. And it has been a leader in digital education for many, many years now. Joining us on the line is Melanie Cook, the managing director of Hyper Island Asia Pacific, to talk to us about uh, what they've been observing with executives who are wanting to improve their skills here in Singapore and across the Asia-Pacific region. Melanie, hello and welcome to Money FM.
1: Good morning, Glenn.
0: Great to have you with us, and I know you've seen a huge increase in interest and sign-ups for your uh, courses online, your courses in person, tell us a little bit about what you're seeing at Hyper Island.
1: There has been an unbelievable demand in people wanting to learn. And this has been very much driven by individuals. Of course, learning and developing uh, experts in the companies itself are pushing individuals to upskill. With a forty-three percent gap in skills moving forward, uh, according to McKinsey, lots of L and D departments are encouraging people to learn. But the most motivating thing is when you see individuals stepping forward and saying, you know what, I need to learn to learn. I need to figure out how to take experiences that I have every day in the fast-moving workplace and translate that into long-term learning. And has this
0: been brought on just because people have more time, they're at home, they literally have time on their hands, (laughs) or is there something about what's happening within our economy uh, that is pushing people to get those skills, get that knowledge?
1: I think, honestly, it's a mix of the two. I think people being at home have probably a couple of hours more where they're not commuting, so they have a little bit more space to actually let learning into their lives. But I think the main driver is that curiosity is the greatest weapon against uncertainty, Mm. and there's a lot of it out there, Glenn. So we've already seen job losses in Singapore, something like 60,000 by the end of the year, according to the Straits Times. So, you know, people are losing their jobs very rapidly. Most of us know someone who's lost their jobs. And this is causing a huge amount of uncertainty and a lack of confidence in what the economy will hold next year. And so people are going out there and trying to figure out what the underlying trends are That is causing this because it's not just because we're working from home. It's not just because of the pandemic. There's more to it than that. And this has led people to ask more questions and therefore turn to more formal learning institutions to help get them some answers.
0: We're speaking with Melanie Cook, the Managing Director of Hyper Island Asia-Pacific. Of course, Hyper Island, a uh, global leader in digital education. Melanie, you have so many courses at Hyper Island. Many of them are two- and three-day courses, things like digital acceleration, user <laughs> experience, social media marketing, things like that. You also have the longer courses, the, the master's degree in digital media management, et cetera. What, what are the courses that seem to be of most interest right now, and are you are your courses fully online at the moment, or are you meeting in person again?
1: So, uh, to answer the first question, Agile Ways of Working is massive right now. Mm. And what we have seen is many people going on at Scrum Master Courses and Product Management Courses, and they come to Hyper Island to complement that more deep learning with broad-based skills around people and around how you build cultures and how you build an uh, agile mindset in order to put what you have learned in place uh, within an organization. Mm. Agile ways of working, and the other one, data-driven decision-making. People have suddenly realized when they can't stop and talk to someone in a corridor. Stakeholder management has become a whole new game. And what they need is to be able to use data to tell stories in order to persuade stakeholders to make decisions they believe need to be taken. So those two, and the third one is human-centered design. It's funny because the distance between us has made us more human. We've wanted that human touch more. We want to see people and feel people face to face and that is coming into people's want to design service and products that are human-centered and so that's the third one that's uh, taken a huge uplift. Mm. In terms of whether they're online, our master's degree is hybrid now so for the first time Last week, we had a a very big cohort, our biggest since we started of online learners from the Philippines, Korea, Indonesia, calling into us, as well as offline learners on campus. And what we did there was it was a hybrid. So two days, it was on campus where we basically beamed the remotees in, as we call them. And two days was online for everyone. I believe that is probably going to be the learning experience moving forward for all tertiary and executive education. Right now, our shorter courses, our one or two day courses are indeed online. But they're not, they're not just someone talking at you or someone talking through slide after slide after slide, which is the impression that people get when they think online learning we we still get you to do things. So there's 20% of the time, a lecturer is laying the foundational theory, but 80% of the time is you exploring and learning with your peers as a team to really get the most out of the teaching that has taken place
0: yeah i think that's mm-hmm. so important and, and one of the things i know that hyper island has always been known for is its interactive style of learning and groups <laughs> groups working together uh the, everyone working with the the lecturers the professors and things like that so i know that's an important part it can't just be a one-way monologue uh at hyper island it never it never is if i can just move on to one other topic and then is you know people that are Perhaps listening to this now are thinking about upskilling, reskilling, new skilling for, for themselves, <laughs> and and some of these courses that you mentioned are certainly you know cutting edge type of courses, data driven uh, decision making, like you say, uh, figuring out how to work better in an agile way, etc. Are these courses something that? pretty much any age group can benefit from. We tend to think of the digital sphere as being sort of a Gen X or a millennial type of uh, environment, but what about older, um, you know, older executives who need to understand the digital world but aren't necessarily gonna be coding their next website?
1: Yes, to lay everybody's fears to rest, we actually span four decades in terms of the ages of our learners. It's hugely diverse. We have people who went to school, the last formal learning they did was probably 20, 25 years ago, all the way to people who have just finished their masters five years ago. Both of these sorts of people are coming to us because they're realizing that the pandemic as well as the rapid nature of transformation is causing people to learn new things really quickly in bite-sized pieces. Mm. So we all have to learn to deal with change. maybe two or three things we all have to learn to do. The first thing is learning with intentionality and whether that is in front of a formal type of education, be it through Coursera or through schools like Hyper Island, but also through experience, right? If we are learning to learn, our everyday experience is a learning experience. Because I guarantee you, if you have your eyes open to learning, then tomorrow you can do what you did today even better with small increments of improvement. I think people are realizing that, so people are realizing that perhaps their their more narrow, deeper knowledge in certain subjects are are useful for what they're doing now, but actually they need to begin to have broad-based conversations. And they want to build the confidence and capability in that and these are unprecedented times, so everybody is realizing from people in their 20s to people in their 50s that they need to deal with this uncertainty, this unprecedented, with learning with other people.
0: If someone is a bit older and they are kind of just starting their digital journey, you know, maybe having a Facebook account for them is a big step forward, for example, but they, they know that they have a, a team under them. Maybe they're in the C-suite now. They have a team under them, and they are really trying to get a handle on on what this digital environment looks like. What would you recommend as a logical starting place for them? Would it be the sort of digital strategy type course or, or understanding groups and leaders? What, what would be a, a logical place for somebody who's just beginning that digital learning experience?
1: Where I would start is adopting the digital mindset. And within the digital mindset, that is about leveraging the strengths where the strengths are. So this may mean that those C-suite um, uh, top leaders might actually need to let go a little bit. If if your your powerhouse of digital expertise, excitement, passion is with your younger uh, brethren, then maybe the answer is actually for this leadership is to learn from them. So to adopt the digital mindset through digital acceleration, and for us that means learning from the likes of Alibaba, WeChat, Amazon, Google, so learning from those wholly digitized companies uh, but also gaining the vernacular in order to be able to democratize and empower the people who are the up-and-coming leadership to take on the digital acceleration for you. Mm. So top managers need to be clear on and top leadership need to be clear on what they want to achieve. What is their purpose? What is their personal purpose? What is the purpose of the company? What is the purpose of of, um, of services and products. What is their purpose? And once they know that, if they can articulate it with a digital-first mindset and digital-first vernacular, then, you know, you've just opened the floodgates to hugely talented younger folks picking it up and running with it.
0: Melanie, where can uh, people find more information about uh, your courses at Hyper Island if they want to learn more?
1: Go straight to hyperisland.com and we're all there
0: makes it easy. Melanie Cook, Managing Director, Hyper Island, Asia Pacific. Thanks for being with us on MoneyFM. Thank
1: you, Glenn. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.